Hello there, everyone, and welcome to episode seven of the Claire O'Sullivan podcast. I want to start by saying a massive thank you to everyone who's tuned in so far, to everyone who's liked, shared um, and subscribed to the podcast and to anyone who's been good enough to give us a review. Thank you so, so much. I appreciate every one of you. So today um, we're here for episode number seven of the podcast. It seems to be flying so far. And today I am keeping things really, really simple. And we are talking all about nutrition for optimal health. So the, the purpose of this podcast is just to give you an idea of how to eat better so that you can feel better, because an awful lot of people ask me, um, how can I eat better? How can I eat healthier? And an awful lot of people try and eat healthier, but don't actually know all the time what eating healthier means. And there is so much conflicting and confusing information out there on the Internet that if you go Googling how to eat better, how to eat healthier, um, you can end up so, so confused. And often it leads to people not actually implementing anything at all because they don't know where to start. So we're going to keep it really simple. We're going to stick to the basics. And to be honest, the basics will get you so, so far. If it's a case that you're actually worried about a specific part of your health and you feel like you might be deficient in something or you might be lacking in something, it's going to be a good idea to go and chat to your doctor about that. But today we are just going to talk about um, the basic principles around eating a bit better. So I've distilled it down to five key core principles um, when it comes to eating for optimal health. Um, and we're going to delve into each of these today. But just to give you a little summary of the five things we're going to delve into. So number one is to eat mostly whole foods and limit highly processed foods. That is principle number one. Principle number two, have a minimum, and I mean minimum, of five servings of fruit and veg per day. Um, number three, um, aim for 30 grams of fiber per day. Number four, vary up your protein sources and make sure you're getting a decent amount of protein each day. And number five, aim for two servings of oily fish each and every week. Okay, we're going to delve into each of these a little bit deeper. Um, but if we can stick to those five key principles, we'll be doing pretty well. And maybe for some of you, they might sound pretty basic, um, but ask yourself, are you actually meeting those each and every week? And they are not basic for an awful lot of people. And maybe while we might know, OK, there are smart things to do, doesn't mean that we always do them. So whether you know it or not, ask yourself, are you doing it? Are you actually implementing that? Are you implementing those strategies to allow you to be healthier, to allow you to feel more energized in your body? So principle number one, which is to eat mostly whole foods and limit highly processed foods. What does that even mean? What are whole foods? What are highly processed foods? So your, your highly processed foods are going to be the things that last on the shelves for ages. It's going to be the things that like are really, really um, often really, really tasty and really delicious and very easy to overconsume on. Um, but they're the things that aren't going to give you a lot of nutrients. They're the things like your pastries, your donuts, your cakes, your crackers, your buns, your biscuits, your potatoes, your chocolates, um, your fast foods, um, 
any kind of pastries um like things that we know didn't grow in the field or that weren't um that weren't around very many years ago so um they are the things that we want to limit in our diet. They're not things that we have to cut out completely. We can have like, we can have them in moderation. It doesn't mean that we have to eat 100% clean foods, but we definitely want to limit those highly processed things. Um, be, and they're, they're often the things that we kind of consider kind of junkier type foods. Um, but they're not going to give us much in the way of nutrition. We're not going to get much vitamins, much minerals, much fiber um, from those foods. So while it's okay to have them in moderation, if the majority majority of our diet is made up of those foods, um, we're not going to be getting the good nutrients that we need because we're replacing we're replacing the whole foods, which is the fruits, the veggies, the salads, the whole grains. Um, any sorts of cereals, um, the, the lean proteins, the fish, the meat, the dairy products. Um, we're replacing um, those good foods that are going to give us a lot of like vitamins and minerals um, and nutrients that we need for our body to function optimally. We're replacing them with the other foods that aren't going to give us those things. Um, so if we can limit the amount of those highly processed things in our diet, we'll be doing really well. Um, and so if you were thinking of what, like, what does a highly processed diet look like? Okay. A highly processed diet is going to look like having something like a croissant or, a, um, some sausage rolls for breakfast. It's going to look like having a pot noodle for lunch. Um, it's going to look like getting a Domino's for dinner. So those things are going to be really processed. It's going to look like your snacks being made up of biscuits, your snacks being made up of like things that last on the shelves for ages, like chocolate, like ice cream like um those really processed things if you're thinking of a whole foods diet you're thinking i'm having lots of fruit i'm having lots of veggies i'm having good whole grains i'm having good sources of protein um so that's principle number one hope that makes sense principle number two very basic have a minimum of five servings of, of fruit and vegetables per day okay this is just bog standard information it's something we should all be doing it's something we don't all do, okay? And what, what is a serving of fruit and veg? It's 80 grams, 80 grams of a particular fruit or a particular vegetable. It's so easy to hit five servings of, of that a day. To be honest, I'd be aiming for 10. I would be aiming for 10 servings of fruit and veg per day. If you are thinking a large apple, a large apple might be maybe 150, 160 grams of apple. That's giving you two servings. So like when you add those things up throughout the day, it should be like they should never really be a day where you're not getting five servings of fruit and veg a day. If you don't like fruit and veg, like have a smoothie, have some soup Um, you know, mix it in with things so that you're not having to consume things that you don't like the taste of. Or like ask yourself, are you telling yourself you don't like the taste of it? Because there's such a variety of fruit and veg out there like there has to be one that you like. There has to be a few that you like. And don't just stick to the same ones each and every day and each and every week. Vary it up. Different colored fruits and vegetables will give you different nutrients, different vitamins and minerals. So if you could make it your habit to eat the rainbow, all of the different colors, you'll be providing your body with a variety of different nutrients that are going to be so, so important. Um, 
for your health. So if you could set yourself the task of including one different source of fruit and veg each week, like to make it to make sure that you are having a variety that would serve you so, so well going forward. Principle number three, then, is to aim for 30 grams of fiber per day. Fiber is so, so important for a healthy gut and for a healthy digestive system. And a huge proportion of the population do not hate their daily fiber needs. So you're aiming for 30 grams a day. What kind of foods are going to give you um, fiber? So things like whole grains, so whole grain bread, whole grain rice, whole grain pasta, things like all bran for breakfast, things like oats, beans, um, flaxseed, um, like fruits and vegetables, like particularly like fruits with the skin on. So apples and pears with the skin on root vegetables, such as carrots, such as parsnips, um, such as turnips, such as broccoli, like Google, Google what foods are high in fiber. Go to my Instagram and you will see lists of foods that are high in fiber. If you scroll down a little bit, DM me and I'll send you a, food, a list of foods that are high in fiber. Um, so you want to be aiming for 30 grams a day. It's going to improve your overall health so much, your digestive health so much. If you feel like your diet is very low in fiber at the moment, you don't want to go from like very low fiber to 30 grams of fiber per day because it might cause digestive upset you want to gradually increase your fiber intake um so just start reintroducing more foods that will give you more fiber maybe you swap um maybe you swap like a low fiber breakfast cereal for one that's going to be that bit higher in fiber um maybe you go from white bread to whole grain bread maybe you go from white pasta to whole grain pasta maybe you start eating an apple a day or a pear a day maybe you add some flaxseed to your porridge in the morning um so just gradually increasing the fiber if you feel like you don't have a lot of it in your diet already Principle number four then is eat, like eat a decent amount of protein each day. What is a decent amount of protein? I'd be aiming for 1.5 grams of protein per kg of body weight. So if you weigh 80 kgs, 1.5 by 80 is going to give you 120 grams of protein. Okay. If you weigh 60 kgs, 1.5 by 60, 90 grams of protein. So multiply 1.5 by your body weight in kgs. That's going to be a good protein target. Okay. Um, try and achieve that every single day. Um, the easiest way to do it is to spread it throughout the day. So to have some protein with each meal. I'd be aiming for a serving of protein with each meal. A serving of protein is going to be about 25 to 30 grams of protein. So you want like somewhere we all like a lot of, a lot of people fall down is if they don't have any protein for breakfast. So a really good way to get protein into your breakfast is having some 0% fat Greek yogurt, um, having some protein powder um, in a protein shake for breakfast. Maybe if you're having some eggs and some turkey rashers, um, Maybe if you're having a smoothie, you put in a scoop of protein powder. Um, so make sure you're having about 25 grams of protein with each meal. That will make it easier for you to hit your total 
protein intake for the day. Protein has so many important um, functions in the body. It's so important for our immune health. It's so important for muscle maintenance and muscle building. Um, it's it composes many cells and many tissues in our body. Um, so it is really important that we're hitting our protein targets each day. It's also going to help us feel fuller it's going to help us recover from any exercise that we are doing um, and it's going to improve our ability to maintain and build muscle over time and don't just have the same protein all of the time vary up your protein sources don't just depend on chicken for protein or don't just depend on eggs for protein vary it up as much as you can like have some chicken have some turkey have some fish have some beef if you don't eat meat um, vary up your fish sources if you don't eat meat or fish you're looking at things like um, your dairy sources of protein you're looking like uh, you're looking at your alternatives like soya like pea protein you're looking at tofu you're looking at corn um corn replacement products so just make sure that you're hitting your protein targets for the day you're spreading it throughout the day and you're doing it every day and you're not just sticking to the one type of protein principle number five then have two servings of oily fish per week um, what is an oily fish things like salmon mackerel sardines um things like um, egg yolks are going to give you some omega-3s, things like walnut, things like soya beans, hemp seeds. They are going to give you omega-3 fatty acids um, if you don't eat oily fish. So if you eat oily fish, amazing. It's going to be a really good source. So you're looking at um, your salmon, mackerel, sardines. If you don't eat fish, you're looking at things like walnut, soya beans, hemp seeds. If you don't eat either of those, you need to be supplementing. You need to be supplementing with um, some omega-3 fatty acids in the form of a fish oil or in the form of a vegan alternative of fish oil. And this is going to be so, so important for your overall health and for your heart health specifically. Um, so just make sure that if you eat oily fish, you're having two servings a week. If you don't, um, that you're including other sources of omega-3 fatty acids, like we mentioned, or that you're supplementing with a fish oil supplement, an omega-3 supplement if you don't, um, if you can, if you're vegan and you're not going to have a fish oil, have a vegan alternative to fish oil. There is loads available out there now. And if you are looking for an omega-3 supplement, what you want to look at um, is the EPA and the DHA content of that supplement. So you'll see that on the label at the back, and you want to aim for 500 milligrams combined of EPA and DHA. If you are not sure about, about, um, about if the supplement is a good source or not, you can ask me, DM me on Instagram or ask, ask your local pharmacist, ask them, is this a good source of um, omega-3 fatty acids? And they should be able to direct you. Um, so they are my five key core principles for optimal health. They're very basic. We should all be hitting these as a standard. If they sound basic to you, go and check. Are you actually meeting them? Because while we all know them, we don't always do them. So I hope that was helpful, guys. I hope that gave you an idea of how to actually eat better, to feel better. Um, I look forward to seeing you in the next episode. And thank you so, so much for listening.